Welcome to the Matt Forgot That Podcast, the place to recollect and reminisce. I'm your host, Matt Sarosky, filmmaker, film fan. Each episode, I'm going to rewatch and review a movie or TV pilot that I've seen before but don't quite remember. It could be a blockbuster, critic's choice, or cult classic. Everyone can join in on the fun. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Matt Sarosky. You can subscribe to my YouTube page where I'll post videos and clips from the show. If you have any opinions on what I've reviewed or suggestions for the podcast, use the hashtag MattForgotThat on social. Before we start, when I was young, you looked forward to growing up, taking on responsibilities, making your own choices. You couldn't wait to shed the skin of childhood. So around the age of 15, I sold my He-Man, Voltron, and Ghostbuster toys. Yes, it was totally my choice. I didn't have the typical, my parents threw out my stuff. Nope, it was all me. The only thing I kept were my WWF figures. The 12-inch rubber ones from the 80s and the 4-inch plastic ones from the 90s. I just couldn't part with them. But one day, I came across a blue box that I would throw random things inside, and at the bottom, I found a handful of Garbage Pail Kids cards. I don't remember what the significance of these particular cards were. I mean, I had hundreds and kept these few for some reason. But there were also ALF trading cards. Yes, that was a thing. I was hoping I came across a gold mine. I mean, who has ALF trading cards, right? But I checked eBay and they're worth a couple bucks. So back into the blue box they went. Each review will end with a ranking out of five stars. One star is Skip It, two stars Watch at Your Own Risk, three stars Standard Fair, four stars Worth Checking Out, and five stars Must See. Now, if I give a title five stars, it doesn't mean I'm comparing it to Casablanca, Jaws, or Seinfeld. I rank titles based on other movies or TV series in that genre and at that time period. So let's jump into it. These are my ruminations and observations of the pilot episode for ALF from 1986. The series was created by Tom Patchett and Paul Fusco. It was executive produced by Bernie Brillstein, known for the Blues Brothers, Ghostbusters, and Happy Gilmore. It was written and directed by Tom Patchett, who helmed episodes of Open All Night and Buffalo Bill, but was mostly known as a writer on The Bob Newhart Show, The Tony Randall Show, and The Carol Burnett Show. Apparently, he only likes to work with named people. The cinematography was captured by Ron Miller, whose filmography includes being a gaffer on Seinfeld. It was edited by Robert Bramwell, who worked on Different Strokes, Perfect Strangers, Cheers, and American Housewife. And Henry Chan, who won a primetime Emmy for outstanding editing for a series for The Cosby Show. The score was composed by Alf Clausen, how apropos who wrote the music for Moonlighting, The Critic, The Simpsons, and was the orchestrator for Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Half-Baked. This is what I remember. 
ALF stands for Alien Life Form, though his real name was Gordon Shumway, which I always confuse with Sting's real name, Gordon Sumner. He comes from the planet of Melmac, where his favorite food were cats. He has a memorable laugh that went like this. HA! Lastly, what I remember most is finding out how much turmoil was on the set. A real ease Hollywood true story. None of the adult human characters like playing second fiddle to a puppet. And because of the technical requirements in performing the puppet, the shooting days were very long. Now I'm heading off to watch the episode. This is what I forgot. Willie and Kate Tanner are talking in the garage when the infrared radio band locks onto a signal from a pulsar or satellite in space. He attempts to communicate with it via Citizens Band Radio and gets a response but doesn't understand the language. Kate asks him to turn it off, but Willie says he's not controlling it. They spot an object through the skylight and it's coming toward them. The children run into the shed, scared. They all take cover as the spaceship crash lands through the roof. Inside is an extraterrestrial. A nice little tease there. They cut to the main titles, which features an instrumental theme. I'm surprised by this because many 80s sitcoms had lyrics that told the story of the series through song. An alien crashes through the roof. The government is looking for some proof of its existence. But the family can't resist him. Anyway, the members of the Tanner family are Father Willie, portrayed by Max Wright, who starred in All That Jazz, Reds, and episodes of Buffalo Bill, Misfits of Science, and Norm. Mother Kate is played by Anne Sheedon, known for episodes of Marcus Welby, M.D., Emergency, Judging Amy, and played three characters on Three's Company. Daughter Lynn is performed by Andrea Elson of WizKids and Parker Lewis Can't Lose fame. Son Brian is acted by Benji Gregory, who is in episodes of Punky Brewster, Amazing Stories, and Fantastic Max. If you look closely during his credits, you can see the end of the kitchen set and a big tungsten light along with the blackness of the studio, so keep your eyes peeled. Willie and Lynn bring in the space alien and place him on the coffee table. They're not exactly sure what it is, and the father announces it's an ALF, alien life form. He always wanted to have contact with alien life. It's a fulfillment of a lifelong dream. Brian wants to keep it while Kate is against the idea. Even though he's initially excited about it, Willie agrees that they don't know anything about the species. It could be dangerous or diseased. The parents want to report it to authorities. But Lynn and Brian say they might do experiments on it. When Willie asks, what else can we do? Alf wakes up and suggests that they fix his spaceship. The alien is voiced and puppeted by Paul Fusco. The family is initially shocked that their visitor can talk. Alf asks for a snack, and when they ask what he eats, he says cats. Or dented cans. Kate agrees that Willie can have one day to fix the spaceship. But even so, Alf explains that his planet of Melmac exploded, so he has no place to go. Will the family allow him to stay? I'll give you a hint. It was on for four seasons. The Magic 8-Ball says yes. ALF was an amusing pilot. It's harmless entertainment. I thought the humor was good despite being a family sitcom. They didn't bash you over the head with punchlines. There were a couple of play on words. It's a genuinely funny episode. 
Naturally, Alf is a fish out of water, so he has to get accustomed to Earth items like glasses, razors, and flushing toilets. It's a little inconsistent, though, because he knows what beer is and drinks it in the episode. Yeah, there's puppet alcoholism. Some things to look out for. The son, Brian, for some reason dresses like he's out of Newsies. And the family's nosy neighbor, Mrs. Achmonic, is played by Liz Sheridan, who's most famous for playing Jerry Seinfeld's mother on his titular series. Lastly, I didn't realize how much they showed Alf walking. I'm not sure if that continues throughout the series, but I always remember him being a puppet hidden behind a couch or a kitchen countertop, but he was moving around a lot. The runtime is 24 minutes. The series was on for four seasons, 102 episodes from 1986 to 1990, and does end on a cliffhanger. A TV movie was produced in 1996, which served as closure, but it didn't feature the Tanner family. There were two spin-offs, ALF the Animated Series and ALF Tales, and a live-action show, ALF's Hit Talk Show, which aired on TV Land. There have been rumors that ALF will be resurrected either in live-action or animated form, but I haven't seen any news recently. I give it 4 out of 5 stars. Take off a star if you're not into family sitcoms. Add half a star if you're under the age of 10. If you've seen ALF and have opinions on the series, let me know what you think using the hashtag MattForgotThat. I'm going to end each podcast with clips that you might have forgotten. It could be movie trailers, music videos, commercials, or something completely random. Search for my YouTube page and there will be a playlist called Matt Forgot That Playback. Today I'm talking about The Flintstones, produced by Hanna-Barbera, inspired by the Honeymooners and Looney Tunes. It featured the voice acting of Alan Reed as Fred, Gene Vanderpile as Wilma, B. Benedurette as Betty, and the Man of a Thousand Voices, Mel Blanc, as Barney. In the second season, he was temporarily replaced for a few episodes because he was involved in a car accident and was left unconscious in the hospital. When he woke, the producers set up recording equipment in the hospital room where he performed the voices in a full body cast. Now I know what people are thinking. Matt, how can we forget about the Flintstones? But I guarantee there are certain chapters in the adventures of Fred and Wilma Flintstone and their neighbors Betty and Barney Rubble that might have slipped your mind. What most people don't remember is that the show was not originally intended for children. It was the first animated series to air in primetime and geared towards adults. Because of this, the first two seasons were sponsored by Winston Cigarettes and would feature Fred and Wilma puffing on the cancer sticks during the credits. Not only that, there were commercials which featured our prehistoric pals taking a Winston break, gushing over the flavor, exclusive filter blend, and golden tobacco specifically selected and processed. Now, I know we're coming out of a pandemic, and I trust medical professionals more than politicians, but even they don't always get it right. I'm not sure how doctors could ever look at someone with yellow teeth, stained fingertips, raspy voice with a persistent cough where you're constantly hacking up tar, and say, yeah, smoking is good for you, especially when pregnant. These clips are available in the Matt Forgot That playback playlist on YouTube. Check it out. That's all for this edition of Matt Forgot That. Thanks for listening to me reminisce. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Matt Sarosky. You can subscribe to my YouTube page where I'll post videos and clips from the show. 
If you have any opinions on what I've discussed or suggestions for the podcast, use the hashtag MattForgotThat on social. Head over to MattSaroski.com for the latest news and updates, and come back next time for the rewatch and review. The only thing I kept were my WWF figures. The the twelve inch rubber run the twelve inch rub a real E who tro- oh oh boy what's the name of that show Matt <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of the Matt Forgot That podcast make sure to subscribe to the Matt Watch That podcast for all the reviews rants and randomness.